Hey, welcome guys to the Power Half Hour. Uh, this is episode 130. I can't believe we've uh, done over 130 episodes. And uh, today uh, we have a very special guest, uh, also from EXP, and a great coach out of Utah. And uh, Dwayne, we found each other on Instagram, I believe. And uh, yeah, now that we're both at EXP, I'm super excited to know what you're about, what you provide, and uh, how you can bring value to our audience. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah, so do tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started in real estate and what the whole story is like. I'll give you a little Reader Digest version. Uh, initially, I started it as a medical career and uh, was doing really well. Ended up teaching some stuff at a Stanford's Children's Hospital. And I had a bunch of buddies that were selling door-to-door alarms and they mm. were just crushing it every year, making more money and more money. And I was at the top of my game. Um, and so I dove off, left a medical career, and went into doing door-to-door sales. And I made more in that first four months than I had ever made in the six years that I had done the medical field. And so it was an eye-opening experience of what sales can do for you. And through the last next uh, six, seven years, I was top 10 for this alarm company. And, uh, you know, Vivint, a lot of people have heard of Vivint before, but I started making crazy money and investing in real estate and realized I was like, oh my gosh, door-to-door real estate would be insane. And I don't know if anybody that's gone door-to-door as a real estate agent. So that's what initially got me into the path of, of selling real estate door-to-door. Wow. Okay. So six, seven years in alarms. And then before that in the medical field. Uh, mm-hmm. So when did you transition into real estate? What year? 2016 2016 yeah so eight years that's not a not a long long time and you're able to succeed at a high level from door knocking so did you jump right in door knocking from day one so I I didn't to be honest with you I I was making about five hundred thousand dollars a year selling alarms and so I was nervous what door to door (laughs) hey what a door-to-door real estate would look like. I was like, man, this is a different product. It's a, it's a bigger transaction. So I went in part-time thinking I'm mm. going to do this part-time. My first yep. month, I sold 10 homes all door-to-door <sighs> and had no clue what I was doing. Didn't know how to do paperwork. I spent a bunch of time in the broker's office because I was screwing everything up. And so I took month two off and went back and sold alarms. Month three, I sold 14 homes and then took month four off again. And I did this kind of off and on until I could figure out stuff. But I ended up selling 89 homes my first year part-time. Wow. Part-time. 89 homes as a solo agent doing door-to-door. Did you make calls at all or was just purely door-knocking? It was all door-knocking because my (sighs) thought process was as a cold caller, man, I don't like picking up telemarketing calls. And I didn't want to call friends and family. And so I'm like, I know door to door. If I can get in front of people and talk to them directly, I've got an appointment every time they open the door. So I was all about the door to door side. Very niche, man. I I love it. I absolutely love this because uh, nobody's teaching door to door at a high level. So I appreciate you you guys doing this. And uh, it's very old school. What do you say about that? It is old school. No one does it. And it's it's not very common because it's, it's not easy. 
You know, Ricky Carew said, uh, you know, it's not going to be saturated. Door knocking is never going to be saturated. YouTube is never going to be saturated. And actually, cold calling is never going to be saturated because nobody wants to do it. Right. So how are you increasing the mindset of the agents that work with you in your coaching program that door knocking works at a high level? Oh my gosh. It's, it's honestly, it's the easiest thing in the world. If you go out and actually just knock the doors, I don't care if you're spectacular at your pitch. If you will just go knock the doors and get in front of people, you'd be surprised how many agents have the door open and they say, actually, we're looking to buy or sell and we just didn't know who to contact. And it's an absolute lay down and they pick up a buy and a sell from just getting out there and getting in front of people and having it a numbers game. Do you believe that's a mindset issue then? Like, cause a, a lot of times agents go out there, they're already thinking, okay, I'm going to knock this door, but door knocking doesn't work. Oh, do you work 100%. with them on the mindset behind it? Yes. So we, we do a lot of mindset training. Um, but in reality, it's, it's more of a mindset of you're not a pest. You shouldn't mm. apologize for what you're doing. Cause oftentimes mm. agents will knock on a door feeling like I'm bothering these people. But in reality, we're professionals. We know way more than the average person knows, and they need our information. This is the most expensive transaction they're ever going to do in their life. Sure. They need us to knock on their door. They need us to educate them. And if agents will just shift that mindset right there to I'm a professional and they need me, that will be a game changer for the majority of the agents that are knocking doors. This is uh, a game changer right here because uh, you need to first think that you are valuable, that you have the information, and this is one of the biggest assets in your life, and we're here to help. So don't be apologetic in knocking on doors and reaching out to people. This is your job, right? So let me ask you a question. Um, if How would you know like how many doors you need to hit to get to one sale? Like people in your coaching program, let's say, as an average. So on an average, um, you know, they're about 250 to 300 actual okay. contact. And that's what we strive for every week. I want everybody doing two to 300 contacts per week. Per week, okay. You, that, you will find plenty of people. I've got countless people in our coaching program that have 10 listings um, that are picking up just every week. They're picking up new clients. And it's all based on just getting out and getting in front of them. Now, as you get better at your pitch and asking the right questions and doing all of that, I got, I only knocked for two years before I was able to leave doors and just go off of repeat referral clients. Mm. But I got I closing every seven doors. I would pick up a listing every seven doors. So every. meaning every seven conversations, but obviously you knock a lot more doors, right? Right. Okay. Guys, every seven contacts to a listing taken, okay? That's no joke, <laughs> but you, you need to be very high level at that point. You must have knocked thousands of doors by that time, right? I've knocked hundreds of thousands of doors. So I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people in real estate think, oh, I'm a door knocker, but they actually go out and knock around an open house for an hour. Uh, for Jeremy and I that have done door-to-door -door in other atmospheres, in alarms and different things like that, Door knocking starts at like 9.30 in the morning and goes till 10 o'clock at night. No, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just say that again so we could hear it again. Real door knocking starts at 9.30 in the morning and goes till about 10 o'clock at night. 
And when oh. you're doing that many doors, you get really, really good at reading people and asking questions. No kidding. So the, the way I see it is um, when agents ask me, when should I door knock? And I, I would tell them this, uh, Dwayne, I would say that you should door knock from four to six, from Monday to Friday. And then in the, on the weekend, it would be 10 to 12 on the weekend or Sunday night at around four to six when people are home. But wow. guys, if you really want to make this work, it's 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. So that, that's no joke. So I'm going to give you an objection here, but okay. that's so tiring, Dwayne. It is. It is. But it's worth it. And here's what I always tell people. If you could go out and work a regular job, eight to 10 hours a day, and I paid you $1,000 an hour to do that, would you do hard work? And every person will raise their hand and say, yeah, I would do that. If you'd pay me $1,000 an hour to go out and do this, I would do it all day long. Guys, we make more than that as real estate agents. We just don't put mm -hmm. in the effort we should to be able to quantify that and build it at a massive scale. Oh, well, it's true. Uh, and when you're hitting 250 to 300 contacts per week, that's about, you know, that's 50, 60 contacts per day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's legit. And that's a lot of, that's a hundreds and hundreds of doors per week. Okay. Now I want to talk about rejection. This, cause this is big in today's, we just found out, um, I crunched numbers in greater Vancouver in my area. The last two years were the worst selling years in 30 years in Vancouver. Okay. And people are leaving the business because they can't take the rejection. But the ones that do stay, we're going to devour market share. So how are you getting your coaching clients to get over the rejection that they get on a daily basis? I mean, it, it's all mindset again, John. If you look at it, this may be the worst years we've had since 1963. Sure. But in reality, we're still selling a lot of real estate. Heck, I've yeah. closed over $5 million in February myself off repeat referral clients. They're still, still in production? I just repeat referral. That's it. Just oh, repeat referral. It. Okay. Right. So I still sell about thirty million dollars a year in real estate every year, but it takes me about an hour and a half to do it because I have all the systems in place where everything's done for me. But right. needless to say, there's still tons of real estate that is happening right now. It's just a matter of having the mindset that it's not a doomsday market. And there's still plenty of deals. The people in our coaching programs are killing it. In fact, I got to highlight one of our guys in Singapore that's in our coaching program. An area that Singapore I don't know. Too? I've never been to Singapore. This guy, John, is doing 600 contacts a week. Okay? If we talk about rejection. Wow. Putting up The last two weeks, he's put up six listings a week by hitting those kind of numbers and just getting out. He's starting early in the morning and going 12 hours a day. And he's killing it. So it's a numbers game. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. No matter how you look at it, it's a law of numbers. It's a law of ratios. And you'll get better as you go. But the good news, what I heard just now was, hey, you do this. You do this for two years straight, knocking 300 doors a week, uh, 300 contacts a week. You're going to be able to live off of your database. That's exciting. It's huge. So is that something that you guys coach in the coaching program? Like, okay, well, let's cultivate this database. At the same time, we got to go door knock every single day. Um, what system do you have for the agents to succeed in that? You're going to laugh, uh, John. I, I, my time in real estate, I never used a CRM. So wow. I did 
follow-ups. I didn't do, I did client events and I knocked doors. So I would only take now business. I look back and look how foolish that is because of all the clients I could have captured. If they weren't ready to buy or sell with me within a month, I kicked them to the curb and said, contact me whenever you get ready. And wow. I did not follow back up with them. So yes, for our clients, I, I'm pushing hard the now business because I want people to deal with clients that are ready. Because too often as real estate agents, we chase those clients and say, yeah, we want to do it. And seven months down the road, you're still following up with them and they have not transacted. And mm. it's a very scarcity mindset in my opinion. And we need to have a way bigger abundance mindset to where they're chasing us, wanting us mm. because they're out there. So that's, that's a big mind shift that, that I think a lot of agents need to make. I love that. They need to be chasing us. And if you're not doing business with me in the next 30 days, call me back. Call me when you're ready. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, because I'm a big Mike Ferry guy, right? And uh, he preaches that a lead if, to him, a guy doing 100 deals a year would be someone who's willing to do something, buy or sell a home within the next 7 to 10 days. And Mike yeah. would throw them away if they weren't that. Which yeah. comes back to it's not scarcity. It's actually abundance mindset because I can get more here. Mm -hmm. Right? So you're not yep. holding on to all those dead leads or someone who's not doing something right now or maybe doing something in a couple years down the road. Why would I want to hang on with that guy? Totally agree. The scarcity mindset is, is agents will hang on to this person saying, man, I've got one. I don't want to let go. They mm. want to transact, but they don't look at the time frames. And, that, and they miss so many deals because they're hanging on to this one deal for way too long. Oh, gosh. I love that. I love that. And I think we need to think more like that. Uh, for someone who's not doing something now, you don't need to call them on a daily basis. Just throw them in the database. If you want to do the email blast, great, but just leave them. I think that's a great idea. Um, so let me ask you this, too. When you go out there door knock, I used to just door knock expired listings for sale by owners. I rarely door knocked around my open houses. What are you having your agents do door to door? Which source? I want them to park their car in a neighborhood and get out and knock every door. So I'm not <laughs> looking for expireds. I'm not looking for Fizbos. I'm literally going door to door. Now, I don't want you to go door to door because you're going to waste a lot of time knocking on doors that someone's not home. So you watch for signs of life, but yes. So we have a door knocking app, John, that we just are developing that will release here probably in the next 10 days where they can track everything right from their phone, put them to a, a database, get them to where they can send handwritten letters from there. When oh. they knock on the door, they know the client's name. They know credit history. They know when they bought the home equity. They know everything about the client before they even knock on the door. And we use that a lot in the, in the alarm industry, but we've built this for real estate and it, it'll be a game changer for doing real true door-to-door -door real estate. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. And uh, so you're incorporating some tech into door knocking. I love that. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, so tell me a little bit about the coaching program. How does it work? What is the outline? What is the synopsis? Like, how are you coaching these people uh, through Zoom calls? Or are you like out in the field with them? What does it look like? So we've done both. Um, so okay. we we have, Jeremy has flown out. Jeremy's my head coach. He's a beast. If you guys haven't followed Jeremy on Instagram, the guy sold 75 homes his first year. Wow. And um, just a massive uh, dude when it comes to real estate. 
But our main source is Jeremy does a one-on-one -on -one call every week with them where he spends oh, wow. 30 minutes with them diagnosing their business and helping them get to the next level. I'm on a group call with them once a week. And then we have huge, massive accountability sessions. We do a lot of competitions. But here's one of the key factors is every day we're doing role plays twice a day. Mm. And role playing what they would get on a door approach twice a day to help them fine tune their pitch. So when they get in front of a live customer, it's just second nature for them to roll off exactly what the objections are. Mm. So show me, show me, show me a script like uh, a door to door. Um, if you're just parking your car, what would the script be? So it's pretty simple. Uh, and I tell people it's not about the script. It's about listening to your client and engaging them to be sold how they want to be sold. Mm -hmm. My pitch is just, Hey, my name's Dwayne. I work for EXP. Did your neighbors tell you I was going to stop by and see you? The majority of the time you're going to get a no at that point. But what it is, is a, a focus redirect. It causes them to think what neighbor would have said that. <laughs> and it does happen because as you start selling a bunch of real estate, people do talk and they'll mm -hmm. say, hey, going to be coming by. And so it's not like I'm fabricating this big old story, but Dwayne's going to come by and listen to him because he's crazy knowledgeable about the real estate market. But 99% of the time they're going to say, no, the neighbors haven't said anything. Mm -hmm. Cool. Have you ever thought about buying, selling, or investing in real estate? Buying, selling, and investing. Okay. Take what they go from there. And oftentimes I want a no, John. I really want to know because if they're saying yes, that means they've already reached out to other agents. They're ah. already in the process. I want to help them buy now with me and earn their trust and business for life. So I mm. want that no at that point. Okay. So let's just say I say no. No, I'm not looking to do anything right now. Where do you go from there? Cool. Is this your forever home? Uh, no, we're looking to upgrade maybe in about five years. Okay. Why five years? Yeah. You know, all the kids are still in school and, uh, you know, uh, if they, uh, you know, move out, we'd like to actually get a better home. Cool. So you want to upgrade? Yeah. Now, if you could do that sooner and save a bunch of money by doing it sooner, would you consider it? What do you mean by that? Good question. How well do you know the real estate market? Not too well. I mean, I mean, we've been here about five years. Okay. What do you feel like the market's going to do? Go up or down? I think go down because the interest rates are so high. Okay. Oh, you think the interest rates will cause it to go down? Yeah. Okay. So if rates were to go down, what do you think is going to happen to buyers? Do you think it would create more buyers or less buyers? Uh, more, I think. Okay. Now, if we yeah. look back, you just let's just say two years ago when interest rates were 4%, what were homes doing? What were home prices at? Oh, yeah, just bananas. Yeah. Going through the roof, right? Now, yeah. people were offering way over list price. So would you consider this to be a great time to buy a house or a horrible time to buy a house based off of interest rates? That's actually a great question. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so I'm going to be in competition if the uh, uh, interest rates go down. So right now the interest rates are high. It just depends on my capability uh, and my finances in purchasing a home. Uh, but yeah, I mean, right now I'm not really thinking about it. So I'm not think I'm not I'm not going to take the action. And, and that's what most people are doing. So that's that's why oftentimes right now we can save even up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I can walk you through how that works. So if you were to go in and, and put in an offer on a home that's been on the market for let's say 50 days, how much do you think we could negotiate on purchase price? I have no idea. 
you're about twenty to thirty thousand bucks. Let's just say twenty thousand dollars. Okay. You're gonna be able to get you down there. Now, also at that point, you're gonna be able to ask for closing costs. Closing costs typically run about two percent of whatever the home price is. What type what price of home would you be looking at? Seven hundred thousand. Okay, so we can save you another fifteen thousand bucks there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also repairs. You're also able to negotiate in repairs if there's some there. We can say five thousand dollars there. So we're about you know, $30,000 right there. Now we're going to flip this around. This is the lowest we've had as far as purchases since 1963. So mm. there's a ton of pent up demand. Sure. Let's see rates drop to that 3% mark, 4% mark. Yeah. How much would you have to pay over list price if you were to buy it at that price point? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I've heard, you know, upwards of 50 grand, 80 grand, 100 grand over asking, you know, it, it was just what it was during COVID, right? Right. So. During COVID, we saw a lot of that. And I don't think we'll yeah. get down to that interest rate. So I don't think we'll have to battle that much. But let's just say it's $30,000. You have to pay over list price. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to get sellers to pay your closing costs if you're in a bidding war? Likely not. No. Okay. How about repairs? So that other 20,000 bucks is out the window, plus you're paying $30,000 more. So really it's a $100,000 swing between buying now and paying a little bit more. Now, how much more would you end up paying if you're paying 2% interest rate higher on a home at 700,000 bucks in your payment? I, I don't know. So you're about, let's just say, I wanna say $2,000 a month. Okay, we're yeah. gonna shoot really high. It's gonna be way less than that. How long do you think it'll be before rates drop? I thought it was going to cut six times this year, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they've talked about it. They've talked about it. So do you yeah. think for sure over the next year rates will come down? I don't know for sure. No. Nobody knows. No one knows. What, what, what would be your guess? Two years? Do you think within two years? Yeah, maybe. Rates would come down? Yeah. So if you look at that, if you say, hey, I'm paying $2,000 more a month right now, and I do this for two years, that's $24,000. Would it be worth it for you, sir, to pay $24,000 to make 100? If I'm a betting man, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Okay, and can you refinance if they were to change sooner? Sure. So at that point, a lot of families, what they're doing is looking into, you've heard the saying, I'm gonna date the rate, but I'm gonna marry that house. So yeah, if we can do that. Save you a whole bunch of money on the purchase now because it is a buyer's market. You're going to be able to change up that rate at a later point in time. Gotcha. Okay. So tell me more about what you want to get into as far as a home. Yeah, seven hundred thousand, four bed, three bath. Okay. Is there a certain location you want to be in? Uh, yeah, Salt Lake. Okay. Are you available to look at houses tonight? Um, I mean. No, but I mean, if you can send me some stuff, I'd be happy to take a look at that. Okay. What I'd love for you to do, John, I want you to jump online and send me your top three favorite houses that are on utahrealestate.com tonight. Okay. And then I'm going to send you three based off of what I know you're looking at. And then we'll set something up for tomorrow. How's that sound? Uh, sure. Cool. And the reason I asked for the three homes is I want them to show me they're engaging. If they don't send me three homes, I know they're not interested. And the yeah. big key factor to that is I want them to go look. Because once they get excited about a buy, they're going to move forward with buying. 
right? Mm-hmm. So I don't go for the list. I go to get them to be excited about a buy and purchasing that next house. Interesting. Okay, good. This is uh, eye-opening because a lot of times we just go to the door. We want the listing. We want the listing. We want the listing. You're going from the other point of view, which is I want them to get excited about the buy first. Then, of course, the listing is then natural. Yes. Yes. It's so easy because once they get excited about new and shiny, you think about it. You go buy a new car. You start looking at new cars. You want a new car. You start looking at a new house. And especially if you're upgrading, and that's all we knock. John, we target areas where they're going to upgrade. So it's always exciting. There's always turnover. And once they start looking at upgrading, those bells and whistles start ticking and they figure out how to do it. And it's easy to get that list. Do you do the research beforehand to see if there's a lot of turnover, a lot of young families? Uh, You're not going after like senior, you know, complexes. No, I'm not knocking okay. in anything that's, that's their forever home. So I'm not knocking 700 to million dollar homes. I'm knocking in more townhomes that are around the $400,000. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is good. This is good. So you want high turnover. You want lower price points to move them up to a bigger price point. You you're not it. knocking those downsizers. No, because here's the cool thing. If I can get them to sell a $400,000 condo and buy a $600,000 house, it's a million dollar transaction. But the sexy thing about that is they also have a ton of friends that are in the same demographic that they're going to refer me. Also, mm. that's not their forever home either. They sell a four and they buy a six. They're going to sell that six and buy an eight or a nine later on. Down the road. Life. Yeah. That's I your past client. Yeah. And mm. so and then I'm getting all of the referral and database off of all of those clients. And so there's a ton of market. Not only that, as you start listing in a townhome community and you get three or four townhomes listed, like my first months in real estate, I listed 10 townhomes in that one community in a month. In the one community in a month. And so when I would walk on doors, like, hey, my name's Dwayne. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, you're selling all of the neighbor's homes. What in the <laughs> world are you doing? And so I didn't even have to even tell them what I was doing. They already knew me because of all the signs, the credibility, and oh, wow. I was the guy. I was the listing agent in that area. Yeah, the, you guys can see how powerful that becomes because if you knock that uh, complex and you have five signs, ten signs in the area, you automatically become the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no question. I see your signs, and that, at that point, the conversation's even easier. Oh yeah, Dwayne, we've seen you. Yeah, yep. we're, we're, we're looking to list, but not right now, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, it becomes your client. So it's actually, if you do it well, your referral and repeat career begins a lot faster. Way faster. That's why I was only able to, or only had to knock for two years. And I could stop and sell $30 million a year in real estate. Amazing. And that just becomes, and you obviously now you do client parties as long as you treat them while you call. Do you have a program as well for after you turn them into your past client? So I just do, as we knock on doors, if I can't sell them right then, I invite them to events. And so we're inviting them to movie events, Easter egg hunts, ice skating events, barbecues at the park, charity events, 5Ks. You know, every month I throw an event, and if I'm being honest with you, I can't ever remember their names. 
So I hope my clients aren't watching right now, but a lot of times they'll show up. It's like, Hey, Dwayne, it's great to see you. I was like, Hey buddy, how are you? And shake their hand and, <laughs> and they come to my event. But that's where I pick up almost every month. I would sell two or three homes from people I've knocked on their door and they show up to these events. And then through the RSVPs, I'll have them reach out and say, Hey, I can't make it. Can I send these tickets to some of my friends? And it's like, mm. absolutely get them there. We'd love to have them. Wow. Okay. So I so never follow on. up with them on a real estate conversation. I never reach back out to them and say, hey, you know, I, I knocked on your door a month ago. Um, have you considered changing your mind? Are you ready to do real estate right now? Don't it's, do that. No, it, it's more so, hey, I've got a free event for you. Do you want to come? And what That's, are these events? What do you do? So I've done everything from Easter egg hunts to we've done barbecues okay. at the park. We've done concerts. We've done um, ice skating events. We do a lot of movie events because they're cheap. Mm, um, so I love those all yeah. kinds of events that way just to gather people and I do it by text message I'll have my assistant do uh, the reach app if you guys have heard of that yes. it sends individual texts like they're being contacted individually but I can yeah. reach 500 people at a time and invite them they click the link and hit Y to RSVP and no to not RSVP or just ignore it and that's how I contact them every month I but love that I love how simple you put it. And guys, uh, it, no two ways about it. What we talked about in the start is 250 to 300 homes every single week. You do that for two years, you're going to have a business for life. So gosh, that, that was quick. Dwayne, we are at time. Um, I'm going to trouble you to drop in your link to Real D2D, your coaching program on the wall. Uh, we're going to need a part two with Jeremy as well. Sound good? Yes, we should bring him on. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for all that you shared today, guys. And if you think door knocking doesn't work, repeat. L listening to this podcast on repeat will change your mind. Thank you, Dwayne. Any last insight for the audience? Guys, just get out there and hustle. And, and find people, mentors that can teach you to do it at a big scale. That's probably one of the biggest advices I could give to anybody. If you want to get where someone else is, learn from them, grow with them, keep following John and his stuff. There's so many good mentors out there that want to see you grow and succeed. Get with them and then just go put in the effort to rip off and repeat what they're doing. They'll teach you. Just go do what they're doing and you will find massive success. Love it. Love it. Go out there and hustle, guys. All right, guys, make it a great day. We'll see you all next week. Thank you, Dwayne. Hey, we'll see you. Thanks for having me.